anybody under the sound of my voice, anybody in the world that wants to play me. Even Bob Hoskins himself. Yeah, even Bob. And so, I mean, like, you know, every track, I dominate every single track. The battle mode, I dominate battle mode. Um, I'm, I'm like not. a 49 year old right now, single, just like licking his chops. Listen, oh my gosh, I, I am not good at video games. I'm not very good at any video game, but I completely dominate Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Wait. Welcome to episode number 20 of the Power 5 Podcast. My name is Kevin Williams. This week, we rank the greatest video games of all time. And with me is our normal panel. We've got Brant, Colin, and Christian. But we are recording on a Wednesday night due to Christian surviving the great illness yesterday. We're glad to have everybody back. But Christian, what's going Woo! on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? What up? Yeah, shout out to, to Pfizer. You're the real MVP. Just want to show some love there. You know, got that two dose back in January and, uh, you know, came down with your classic symptoms over the weekend. You know, started having that head cold, that cough, that congestion deep in the chest. By Monday, couldn't taste, couldn't smell. You know, I'm like, all right, guys, this is it. You know, classic cove. You know, here we go. You know, thanks so much, Fauci. So anyways, go over there to get that old rapid test yesterday. Turns out the process wasn't very rapid, but after the test results came in, your boy was negative. And as of today, I could start tasting and smelling again. Look at that quick 24-hour turnaround time, baby. That's what's up. You know, maybe that vaccine has something in it. You know, only 30% of the population's gotten it, and that's all it took, baby. It's over. We beat COVID, guys. Here we are. That was the real game. Hey, Kirk Herbstreet, six months in, still trying to get his taste back. So Yeah, I don't know who he's trying to get, you know, he's trying to get signed by somebody. I don't know, but he, he needs to get over that. You know, he's such a prima donna, man. I, I'm sorry he can't taste his his salads and his wraps. Could you imagine six months, though, not being able to taste anything? That would be terrible. I had no idea that that text out yesterday, Brian. That was crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you know, that I, that's not good. I mean, I, that was my biggest fear because I literally couldn't taste or smell, and I love to eat. The smelling part was pretty cool because I couldn't smell my baby's diapers. So the past you know day was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, the whole taste thing, when I saw Kirk's tweet come out, I was like, dang. If this really happens to me, I'm going to lose weight, but I'm going to hate my life. Yeah, so, no about that. glad I'm back. Hey, so 24 hours, no taste. So you had to be having a hankering for, to taste something. What'd you go with? So the interesting thing was on Memorial Day, we had tacos and I couldn't taste a single taco. I mean, I was literally trying to squirt like lime juice in my nose just to see if I could smell something. We had pork, chicken, beef, couldn't taste anything. Not your traditional Memorial Day cuisine. Um, but then Tuesday, what did I eat? Uh, I tried to cook like a, a frozen pizza. Couldn't taste that Sunday night, a little Red Baron or Monday night. And then Tuesday, I had like a banana. Couldn't taste that. Um, trying to think what I had for lunch. Might have had Zaxby's, couldn't really taste that. And then finally the taste started coming back this morning when I popped in the Lord's chicken. You know, maybe that was it, you know, answered prayers. That's right. 
That's right. It probably was, man. Well, number we're glad, four. We, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> glad to, we're glad you're feeling better, man. Because we had appreciate it, man. Somebody ready to pinch hit. Big big shout out to Jonathan Scrivener, a loyal listener. He was ready to pinch hit, but man, we're glad to have the the regular crew here tonight. I just read that 66% of the entire U.S. population identifies as a gamer. I think we're 0 for 4 here. 66%. I don't think I know any of them. How about They're that? my nephews, yes. Listen, before we get too deep into this episode, I just want to take a minute to discuss the power of the pod. You know, we, we texted about this a little earlier today, but our previous episode dropped, what, some – some 48 hours ago, a little shy of 48 hours, where we covered most hated athletes. In that span, we forced LeBron to leave the, fo- the floor with five minutes to go last night. And Christian, I know you kind of <laughs> took a hard stance on this last week, but Coach K, final year, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I didn't say he was going to get another year to, to have a swan song, but hey, we'll give it to him. Hopefully he can get one more banner. But uh, man, I tell you what, you know, didn't see it coming on an interesting news day. But uh, hey, I, I'm here for it. I told you guys it was time. I, I think, unfortunately, when March Madness was canceled in 2020, I think Kay might have had his final chance. Um, so we'll see what happens this year. I mean, farewell. I mean, I guess Roy Williams decided it was time and Coach K is ready to hand the keys over to John Shire. What I was actually interested in was the Brad Stevens news. I was like, wow, that guy could plug right into a, a Duke or, you know, UNC. But I guess he's taking his talents to, you know, upper management in Boston. So, man, that was interesting. And, you know, I'll give it up to you guys to talk about LeBron because uh, y'all definitely orchestrated that one. I mean, don't throw popcorn on that guy, you know. LeBron leaving the court with 546 remaining and a blowout loss is the least surprising thing I've ever seen. (laughs) He never shakes hands. He's the poorest sport. But I do think that, like, what a move. If anybody was trying to compare him to Jordan, I think you can't even compare him to Kobe now. I think Kobe's gained more respect since his passing. I think LeBron's being pushed off the list of even people who were advocates for him to be on that goat list. So I, he's becoming harder <laughs> and harder to pull for. Oh, absolutely. He's become whatever the opposite of a goat is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I missed it, but I'm here for it. No doubt about it. So who are they playing in the playoffs? Phoenix. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns with Chris They're Paul, who's got like some surgeons. Oh, yeah. three two. Man, they need to finish that off. They and need speaking to finish of, it off. Speaking of the Phoenix Suns, you know, I figured some at some point tonight we'll talk a little NBA Jam. That was a big go-to team for NBA Jam back in the day. I, I may be – I don't know. You guys may be too young for that. Who were their two no, guys? No, Sega Genesis, yeah. man. Hardaway and – Somebody else, I feel like. No, that was, was it the magic. Tim? Yeah, yeah, that's the magic. Anthony Hardaway. Um, was it Nash or was that Barkley? No, no Barkley. it was Barkley. Yeah. Dan Barkley Marley. Marley. There we go. Dan Marley, dude. Barkley, I played Marley. that game and loved it on Sega Genesis, man. That game, that game was Golly, so good. So, so good. was Sega Genesis um, the same time frame Super Nintendo system entertainment? Probably, system? kind of I early nineties. Yeah, it was like late nineties. I had NBA Jam for Super Nintendo. That was good nice. stuff. Still, to in my view, the greatest console or the greatest game system of all time, Super Nintendo. 
I didn't even own that one. Oh man. You know what? Yeah. That's, that's interesting, Kevin. I'm with you there because I was the original Nintendo console was there and then there almost became this sort of branching off in my opinion of like, do you go super NES? Do you go Sega Genesis? Do you start like dabbling a little bit, which kind of leads you to today. You've got the PlayStation crew, the Xbox crew. So like, you kind of started picking and choosing. My cousins had the Super Nintendo, and I guess I just was like, nah, you know, I'll just, I guess, wait. I don't, I don't know why I didn't have it either. It's really interesting. I think that's the same reason why I didn't go with the Super NES, and and I had this, the Sega Genesis was because I had a buddy that had the Super NES, and, man, we were just always at each other's house, so we had two different consoles, essentially, that we could play. There you go. I don't know, man. Sonic the Hedgehog, that was something new. Try to branch out away from the Super Mario Brothers. It was. Like a little Sonic. Colin's currently playing uh, Angry Birds on his phone. That's right, from his bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he actually just reaches over and pulls the lampshade at the end of this episode. Here we are, episode 20, which, by the way, that's pretty cool. Episode 20. 20% 20% 20% the episode 100 anyways episode <laughs> that's right episode Goals. 20 and I think we all just learned tonight that Colin records from his bed every night I had no idea I, I just thought you're perched up on a couch or a sofa or something just for clarification it's the spare bed <laughs> and ladies he is wearing a smile tonight it's June. He's covered up. That's what I, I mean. I see the point. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Man. Speaking of the suns, I am about 80% tonight dealing with a little sunburn action uh, from this weekend's beach festivities. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm, T's and P's. How was that? Was that fun? Good stuff. <laughs> it was 60 degrees on Sunday. Had to go buy a hoodie. Um, women's media, women's, that's yeah, right. women's. not a women's media, <laughs> a, a surf style Myrtle Beach. Oh, uh, from Waves, oh, yeah, the one with the airbrush, tie dye, the airbrush, <laughs> right. Ashton and Colin 2021. <laughs> I heard you got a henna tattoo while you were there as well, sir. Can I see it? You got to come find out. Oh, <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so, yeah, I had the Nintendo, had a Game Boy. I mean, I think everybody had a Game Boy. Had Sega Genesis and then an N64. Oh, yeah. Then I just had the original PlayStation. That's the only consoles I ever owned. What would you guys own? I've got a really good story around this. All right. We were not gamers at the Thompson household. We had a Nintendo at some point that was used very little. And somewhere... Right around 1998, 1999, maybe, good elementary school friend, Austin McNamee, uh, was coming over, told me he was bringing a PlayStation, and I kid you not, I thought that this was some contraption we were going to set up in the backyard. <laughs> he rolls in, he rolls in with my, my number five uh, video game on the list, which we'll get to in a few, but yeah. Thought it was a contraption that was set up in the backyard. This was Not Sheila's so much. House. That was at Sheila's. Nice. Classic. Right. Classic station. Yeah, you know, I, I had quite a few systems. I think the earliest I remember is definitely the the regular NES, uh, Nintendo, and the Game Boy, the big, thick 
gray Game Boy. Um, I think I went into kind of that Sega phase. I remember having the PS1, the PS2, uh, N64 was definitely a game changer for me. Um, I'll tell you another one that's random, the Dreamcast, which I believe oh, yeah. was a Sega thing. And uh, what was that, Taxi or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, like there were some really cool games on the Dreamcast uh, that I enjoyed for a little while there. It was like um, the that, first disc set. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of wild. It was around when like PlayStation and Xbox were both there, and they were still trying to like hang in there a little bit. Um, I also remember the Game Gear from Sega, which was their version of the Game Boy, which was pretty cool. And then I will tell you guys, just honestly, I am not a gamer. I am so not a gamer. The last system I bought was a PS4 about a year and a half, two years ago. And never took it out of the box. Ended up giving it away to somebody for Christmas. I like on a whim just bought it on Amazon with like Madden with Patrick Mahomes on the cover. Never cracked the case. Oh my god! So like that's how much like I had intentions to game and didn't. I think eight years ago when I moved into my house, now I bought an Xbox One and tried to play Call of Duty and you know got all the sports game. I just couldn't really. I'm just. I guess it just maybe I was too old or something. I don't know. But anyway, that's my story. PS4, what is that, like 500 bucks? Uh, God, at the time, maybe 399 I think now your PS5 is definitely up there. But anyway, it was uh, it made some kid very happy, um, yeah. but not me. Brent and I split a PS4 in Charlotte, I believe it was. Justified it because it had a DVD player. That's how we justified that. <laughs> yeah. that. that makes yeah. sense. It it works as two things. It's like a PlayStation, if you will. Hey, let's talk about. Was, wasn't there a baseball game with it, Colin? I don't remember. I, I think we made a bought college football and yeah. uh, maybe the MLB game. Definitely didn't get our money's worth out of it. Since y'all have bought systems, definitely more recently than I have. Do they still come with just one controller? And make you buy the second controller. Absolutely, probably so. Yeah, that is trash. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I've automatically. Hated that, man. I mean, it's like paying for shipping. Just, just add the five or seven bucks or whatever into the price of it. Make me feel like I'm getting a good deal here. Make no, me no, feel Kevin, like I'm getting some free shipping. They're they're made for losers who, who sit in their mom's basement. You're not going to need more than one. They said. That's true. That's true. You're not going to have friends. They said. Maybe it no, comes with kidding. a maybe it comes with a headset for those guys. You know, That's Kevin, true. is it a worse? Yeah, I think you're right. People, yeah. if you have two and you only need one, is that a worse problem than the one you're describing? To overpay for two controllers? Oh yeah, maybe so. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe so because you're 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 right. I mean, I guess the two controllers are only for like brothers playing or right. college roommates or something. That's or if you point. do have friends, it's a it's a good thing to to go out and buy another controller because you actually have friends to play with touche touche that's rather a, than, a great great points you know what's funny though about gaming systems is i have a couple nephews that are like 19 and 21 they are big gamers you know they were into Fortnite and everything but they are so kind of beyond your traditional xbox and playstation platforms that i said well what's next and he's like well basically all these systems are becoming is computers, which is what they are, but they're like becoming PCs. And I said, so that's what's next. You're actually just going to like build your own PC and that's the next level of gaming. And they're like, yeah, basically. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. You know, like 
you either just keep buying the next version of PlayStation and Xbox or you just get a PC and you play games like that. So, I mean, there's a whole world of people who just play games on like a PC, which is That's a totally, right. totally different category. It's it's wild. Yes, I, I had no idea about that life until I went to Best Buy to purchase a computer and the guy's like, so what are you going to use it for, man? I mean, you know, if you're going to use it for gaming, then you got you to gotta have all this and that and all that. And <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know anybody that's ever played a game on a computer. So... <laughs> Except uh, I, I got Oregon Trail that day. That's right. <laughs> Those are the most serious gamers on the PC. Oh, hardcore, sure. man! I'm sure they feel disrespected right now. My bad. Yeah, Let me ask you. I know we, we might be disrespecting people, but that's fine. That's that's, that's we want to learn from people here because the coolest thing I think that was ever made. Do y'all remember this back in like the late '80s, maybe early '90s? Was that arm? It was like you could wear it as a sleeve yes. and you could almost there was this movie with Fred yeah. Savage called The Wizard. I and I remember they introduced that thing where you put it on and you're like in the game and you're like fighting with it and all this stuff. God, I'm going to have to look up what that was called. But that was like That's the right. coolest thing ever. Yeah, I don't remember that. Hey, speaking of contraptions here, you guys may be too young for this. I'm not sure because it was definitely when I was in elementary. How about the original Nintendo Olympics? Do y'all remember the track and field pad where you were just like standing on that thing, running in place, doing (laughs) hurdles and high jumps? Y'all don't remember that? I don't remember that, but I remember Duck Hunter when when you had the little gun. Oh, oh Duck yeah. Hunt! Was a great oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert! But the little dog pops up. Yeah, that's a great game. So, guys, it was called the Nintendo Power Glove, going for two hundred and fifty dollars right now on Macari. I'm going to send you guys a picture of this, and you tell me if you uh, ever saw this before. But uh, hey, hey, it's just pretty just, wild, man. Just purchase it. Never take it out of the box. <laughs> Give it to a kid in a couple years, Christian. That is usually my MO. All right, guys. Hey, let's go ahead and get to our rankings just to make sure we got enough time. I've got Christian. If you don't feel like uh, doing your number five or whatever. Number five. I think that I got it. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we got Colin second, Kevin third, and Brant. You'll close us out tonight. Boom, boom. Number five. Well, guys, just go ahead and uh, give you my criteria tonight. We're talking about our top five video games. I want to call them Nintendo games, but I know it's video games because it could be anything. Uh, For me, I sort of purposefully left out sports games um, just because there's a lot of great sports games out there. Those aren't necessarily the ones that I think of when I think of all time. Um, So for me, I'm going to pull a Kevin here. And I'm going to have two tied at number five. So a little 5A, 5B. Both of these for the original Game Boy. I'm going to go with Tetris and Paperboy. Only for the Game Boy platform is what I'm referring to. Tetris, a classic game. Everybody knows it. Um, you know, every time I pack the back trunk, when we go on a trip. I'm playing Tetris. Paperboy was this super fun, addictive game. My family used to travel back home to Pennsylvania. I just remember that little kid on a bike throwing papers in mailboxes. And I was so addicted to that game. So for me, Game Boy, Tetris and Paperboy coming in at 5A and 5B. Dude, I love that Tetris pick. I don't I don't know that there's anybody, adult or I don't know, maybe even kids today. I don't know if they know Tetris, but it feels like most everyone knows Tetris. And 
it's not going to make my list. I don't know if it'll come up on your your guys's list, but it was certainly considered coming coming on my list. I had a game boy, and I think the only game I had for it was Tetris. And and like when you were in the back of the Volvo when I was a child playing a video game, it felt like it was twenty forty five. Yes, absolutely, man. It was yeah, wild. Totally. It didn't make my list either. That's a great game, though. Love it. Coming up and coming in at number five for me. Well, let me hit my my criteria first. Um, really, anything was on the table for me. Not a huge video game guy, but I definitely had enough to pick from. I included all types. So, unlike Christian, sports games are definitely on the list for me. But coming in at number five, I kind of teased this a little bit in the opening with my story about my first experience with the PlayStation. Somewhere right around 1999, Need for Speed High Stakes came mm-hmm. out. First game I ever played on the PlayStation. You know, feel like I played it all weekend long that weekend. Had to have it. Got the system. Got the game. So Need for Speed High Stakes at number five. Was How about the Need that? for Speed series, was that an arcade game as well? I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like I played that on an arcade or, you know, some kind of race. Oh, absolutely. Definitely yeah, not. that and Cruising USA, those were two oh, of the ones that dude. were both arcade yes. games. And, yes. yeah, very popular. Love that, man. Good pick. Yeah. I didn't think of that. All right, so my criteria, just like just about every list I put together, is just going off of memories and – you know, just games that I truly enjoyed playing. And I had about 10 to 12 different games that I was considering. And me not being a gamer now, per se, I mean, I haven't played any kind of system probably since 2006. But I remember growing up, Santa Claus brought the original Nintendo system to my sister and I, and we had that old TV, man, in that wood-framed box. I don't know if you guys grew up with one of those. Oh, yeah. I remember just Super Mario Brothers being that first game I ever played. And so I had all kinds of different Nintendo games. Play. I feel like all my friends had it. I felt like I was always running to the Pick-A-Flick in Berea or the Blockbuster in Berea and renting different games. And um, so sport or non-sport didn't really matter, but just games I truly have enjoyed playing through throughout my life or, or when I was younger and actually played games. So that was kind of just my criteria, nothing too special. So here we go, a game that came back or a game that came out originally in the arcade in 1987, but debuted in 1988 on the original Nintendo system, Contra. I don't know if you guys played Contra, famous for the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, start, select. I think that was the code. You start out with three men or three lives, but if you put that code in on the intro scene, you got 40 lives. So that was always a little cheat code to, to get you going, man. You had all kinds of different weapons. It was – Brent, you mentioned it felt like you were playing in 2045 if you were playing a, a Game Boy. Well, Contra, I read, actually takes place in 2633 A.D. Uh, two dudes named Bill and Lane um, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> just, just shooting all kinds <laughs> of the bad guys. I don't know, man. But, hey, those of you listening that have played Contra, you know what I mean. So coming in at number five, Contra. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of Contra. Yeah, man, y'all need to look it up. 1987. You, Dude, know, you, got so. the, you got the laser gun, the spread gun. 
good stuff. Mm. All right, coming in at number so so my criteria for this was games that I just truly enjoyed. I had the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It was my very first system, and man, I I love that thing. There were so many good games on it. So I had a list of probably six SNES games that I played all the time. One of them's at the very top. I don't want to give it away yet. Then I had a grouping of SNES games. Um, down towards the bottom. So ultimately I decided to go with Street Fighter 2 because um, it's probably the fighting game I played the most. I was always the green guy with the lightning. I was unstoppable with him. I don't remember his name, but he had Blanca. like big- Wasn't yeah, it Blanca? I think that's right. And so I, I just love the game. I mean, and Mortal Kombat was right there with it, and I loved both of them, but Street Fighter 2 just edged it out just a little bit. I just thought it was a more interesting game, especially if you were playing solo. You could work your way up, and then you know you had to chop the car. I don't know if you all remember this at all, oh, yeah. chopping the car and uh, like as an extra added level or something like that. Um, so Street Fighter 2, number five. Did you ever buy any of those magazines with like the codes on how to do the special moves? No, 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 no uh, extra budget <laughs> for uh, magazines and Slater. Tim four. I used to buy those magazines and I was still somebody who has never defeated any game. I've never won any of the Mario games. I, it didn't matter. I was the kid who like, you know, the parents buy you the nice equipment and you still are terrible at sports. Dude, I've, I've, I've that's funny, Christian, because I'm similar to that. Like, I've never just committed to to beat a game. But I have – I've beaten two games. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. You remember Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? And then oh, just yeah. the original Mario. Classic. Everything else has been too hard. <laughs> number four. Coming in at number four for me, you guys mentioned it a little bit in the opening. This is actually one of the first games that I remember as a kid – and it was for the sheer fact that I think my parents were too cheap to buy me the real gun that came with said game. Number four for me is Duck Hunt. I don't know if you guys remember that game back in the day, but if you bought the one, you needed that red gun. And I don't know if it didn't come with it or not, but all I remember is my parents bought me this like massive red gun with this scope that was clearly a knockoff and never killed any of the ducks. Oh my God. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Why didn't you just buy me the real gun? And so I put it on here just because it brings back memories of my childhood and my insecurities. But it was just a great game. It makes me feel like it's one of the, the last times that I was like really into something um, like video game wise. So number four for me is Duck Hunt, total classic, late 80s. Nintendo, love it, Duck Hunt. I don't remember the red gun. I I remember using a gray one. Well, there you go. That. Maybe mine was red because I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> the gray one had some red in it, though, did it not? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the primary color, though. You yeah. Know? Coming in at number four for me, you'll see later that I refer to some of these games. I just collectively lump them in as the series. Uh, this one I'm calling out specifically, uh, NCAA March Madness 1999. Anton Jameson on the cover 
that year. The reason I've got this on the list, kind of like you, Christian, just a little bit of nostalgia from a, from childhood. I remember it was like a Saturday night. Our family had gone out to eat, gone to Haywood Mall, and didn't think there was a chance anywhere that my parents were going to buy this game for me. I think I might have had 10 bucks to go towards it. Ended up scooping up the game for me that night, went home, played it all night. Just vividly sticks out as one of those good childhood memories. So a little shout-out, March Madness, 1999. Good year. Like it. That's a great story. I love it when when the parents surprise you like that. Now, I know that you probably didn't play with Clemson the whole time. So what other team did you tend to play with? You know, I feel like at that point I probably, you know, played with North Carolina. I remember I had a white T-shirt that had the – it's spreading on it with the the Tar Heel Blue bracket on the back. I don't know if you remember their their little marketing campaign right around those years. That it's spreading. I was wearing yeah. that shirt last year and got a lot of dirty looks for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number four for me. We talked about the N sixty four earlier, Christian. I know you said you had Nintendo sixty four. And there was a game that I used to play nonstop when I was in high school, anytime I had a moment. And my mom would actually play with me, and that is Mario Kart 64. Mm. And I don't remember anything other than like, you know, Pac-Man or Galaga or just some of the Tetris, some of these old school games that I remember my mom actually playing. But man, she really took to Mario Kart in 64 and it came out in 1996. You had Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Yoshi, Bowser, Wario, Donkey Kong. You could be any of those. You could. It was like the first racing game I remember, at least in the Mario series, where you could pick which kind of I guess, go-kart that you wanted to drive. And it had all the different types of tracks and it had all these different types of game modes. And anyways, I just remember having a lot of fun playing that and uh, sharing some laughs with my parents back in the day. And so does it compare from a graphic standpoint or cool factor as some of those racing games out there? I, I'm sure it doesn't, probably not, but um, it's a it's a solid game, and it was a fun game. So coming in at number four, Mario Kart N64 edition. The best edition. Correct. Mm, incorrect. But I don't, I don't want to give it away quite yet. Um, <laughs> all right, coming in at number four for me, I'm, I'm kind of lumping these in. I don't remember which years stand out. Uh, I know that they had a good run. So I'm just going to go Tiger Woods on PlayStation 2. It was just a great game. You know, it's um, just you could play it by yourself. You could play it with friends. It, it was it was just a fun all-around game. It was a golf game, which I was automatically into, but I thought that one was done really well. Um, Tiger Woods, number four. Yeah, dude, great games. And, you know, that's one thing I, I don't, have the newest like PGA tour game, but from everyone that I've talked to, like those games still hit, you know, like, and I don't know if they're different from Tiger Woods or pretty similar, I would assume, but uh man, like golf games. And I think, I don't know if y'all ever played hockey games, but like there's something about a hockey game on a console that's better than hockey in real life. It's like pretty fun. I oh, feel yeah. like too, the great thing about those Tiger Woods games was that, 
compared to like other games where you're just simply hitting a button, like you actually controlled, you know, some mm-hmm. aspect of it with with the joysticks and whatnot. More so than other games. Yeah. More like so than Tiger today. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great call, Brent. I actually had a Tiger Woods game, but didn't even consider it. But I agree with you, Christian. I feel like if I were to get into video games, you know, like a golf game like that would would be awesome. Now, my son, he every time he goes over to my parents' house, they have a Wii, Nintendo Wii, and Wii. he loves playing the golf on Nintendo Wii. I did have a Wii, and Tiger Woods was one of the games that I had uh, for Wii. And actually, the first like night I got it, I was spinning around with the joystick and like threw it into the TV and like busted the TV. Good gosh. Yeah, it was a good good night. It's an expensive mistake. Number three. Coming in at number three for me, I said no sports games. This is more of an extreme sport, if you will. I was never good at this sport, if you call it a sport. It's in the X Games, but I loved it. I was obsessed with it back in the middle school and early high school days. And this for me is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Could be one, could be two. Didn't really play after the second one. I was obsessed with that game, with the soundtrack, probably because I was a little punk back then. Uh, But Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, man, for the original PlayStation, there was nothing better than just kind of going up and down on the half pipes and just cruising around the city, doing kick flips, ollies, whatever you call them. I would then proceed to go outside and not be able to do it in real life. So I guess for me, it, it gave me a, an outlet that I didn't have in real life. Uh, so for me, number three, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for PlayStation. And that you, is a phenomenal game. You were definitely a skater Thank boy. You. Thank you, Colin. See you later, boy. Hey, did you <laughs> did, did that game inspire like a whole wardrobe? Oh, you know, like you oh. get the airwalks, the vans, got them Jinkos. The oh, yeah, the Jinkos. I got the big like hemp necklace. You know, go over to New Gen. Shout out to my boy Amin Galani. His that dad soundtrack was great. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine and all those. Oh yeah, man, so good. I I'd completely <laughs> forgotten about that game. That was one of my favorite games. The only skateboard game I think I ever played, because I definitely didn't play the Tony Hawk, was a Back to the Future game, and there was like a level where they would. Great Scott. Yeah, have to hop on the skateboard. It sucked. Uh, I bet if there's some lists online about greatest games of all time, I bet Tony, you see Tony Hawk Pro Skater on there at least a few times. It's top five. Wow, Colin, too. Love that. On the list I saw. It's not for me, but it's definitely on the top five. <laughs> Was that on Forbes? Maybe. <laughs> so coming in at three for me is a very different game than, than my other four very nostalgic takes me back to the drop days if you know you know halo coming in at number three only time i've ever played a game like that but man that made for some good uh made for some good weekend spare time at the drop yeah man you know it's going to be on my list as well great the drop i like that tell me more well friday night absolutely (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'll, I've got never, its name, honestly. <laughs> I have never played Halo before, but golly, there were some people that were certainly obsessed with it. So it's, I'm sure it was pretty, pretty sweet little game. 
It was. It's fun. I mean, it's like a it's like a fighting game, right? It's a fighting game, but it's not quite like I feel like Call of Duty takes a, a better level of skill. Halo is one of those that, you, of course, if you were skilled, you were going to stand out and be better. But like me, who you know, if I get a gun in my hand, I'm just shooting at the ceiling and trying to figure out what's what. But you could run around and just beat people down, which is why I liked Halo. Hit a little pause, call out Big and Wheeze for the bodybuilder. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Evan, uh, you know, a little Friday night for you. You pick up Halo, maybe a little Halo top pint, you and the wife. Dude, the Halo pint is terrible. <laughs> Have you eaten one of those? The birthday cake is not as terrible, oh but a gosh. lot of them are. Listen, man, if yeah, you, you eat might ice well. cream, you just, you just need to do it. You, you don't need to. Listen, I tried to get some kind of coconut milk ice cream the other day it was awful i tossed it <laughs> it was bad man yeah you just got to stick to the regular ice cream all right that come was, in yeah yeah <laughs> all right coming in at number three arguably the greatest sports game of all time that's the original tecmo bowl 1987 golly so much memories associated with tecmo bowl so the, the tecmo bowl could not get the rights to all of the NFL nicknames. So they had to go with just the the city name. And you had the AFC, you had uh, six teams in the AFC, you had six teams in the NFC, you had the Raiders, Colts, Dolphins, Broncos, Seahawks, and Browns. Then you had the Redskins, 49ers, Cowboys, Giants, Bears, and Vikings as well. Every team had two run plays and two pass plays with the exception of the Dan Marino-led Miami Dolphins, they had three pass plays and one rushing play. And then the Joe Montana-led San Francisco 49ers, they had three pass and one rushing play. And I remember, in, in my opinion, the 49ers were probably overall the best team. You had Roger Craig. You had, obviously, Joe Montana. You had Jerry Rice. On defense, you had Ronnie Lott just absolutely, like, a freak was and was probably the fastest player on the the field. I remember um, if you played with the New York Giants and you selected Lawrence Taylor as your you know manually controlled player, he was a sicko. He was going to run down and, and tackle anybody. And then the Raiders, you had Bo Jackson on offense and you had Howie Long on defense and it was an incredible team as well so tecmo bowl they had a sequel came out in 1991 called the tecmo super bowl but the original tecmo bowl gets the number three spot wow kevin tell me what it was like when the 72 dolphins went undefeated oh my gosh <laughs> hey hey you, hey let's just go back to episode what what episode did romano come on like was that episode two the nfl helmets it was early. It, yeah, it was, was two, early. yeah. We got week. Ray Romano coming up in week 30. Man, wouldn't that be good? Golly. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number three for me, I'm going to go on a little run of, of games I played in college um, at the drop. And this is FIFA. I'm not a huge soccer guy. Um, I watch the World Cup. I get pretty into the World Cup, but you know I don't watch the Premier League or anything like that. But FIFA is a great sports game. I love everything about it. It was like the best games ended like two to one, um, and it was just the you know the excitement of scoring a goal or being you know get 
picking somebody off down near the goal. Um, it, it was just a fun game. I don't even know the rules. I don't know what. I don't even know what's going on. But um, <laughs> I don't either. But it's it's fun. like it's like yeah. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of uh, learn your way around the game, and so it was a lot of fun. A lot of competition in our house with FIFA, and so I that I had to throw it on the list number three. So was it? That, yeah. Is it? Strictly like an international game, you just kind of choose the country that you want to play with. You can yeah. choose MLS well, you, too. Yeah, MLS, I think, but which was just getting going back then. But okay. Premier League, you could pick the Premier Leagues, then you could pick the countries. I mean, so it was pretty much a lot of good teams to choose from. Cool. I think I still have a PS3 and I have an MLS game from 17 or 18. And uh, I actually went to an MLS game down in Orlando and it was pretty fun. And then went back home and was playing with like the Orlando God, I forget what they're called, but uh, no, it's, it's pretty fun. Soccer again, it's like hockey. It's like skateboarding. It's like more fun on a video game. Yeah, certainly agree with that. Cause I, I mean, I really uh, outside of the world cup, I would never watch a, a soccer game, but man, that game was so much fun. Played it a lot. Love it. Number two. Coming in at number two for me, going to hit it back to the N64. Uh, this game for me uh, definitely, I think, defined a lot of middle school Friday nights uh, after the dance or whatnot. I just remember playing this game, and for me, it was probably one of the best. I believe Is it first person or third person when like you are the person doing it? I don't know. But either way, Take it back to Mr. Pierce Brosnan. I believe it was 1997. GoldenEye 007 for N64. An iconic game. You know, maybe aside from Mario, like one of the best games, in my opinion, on N64. Loved it. Never beat it. But I vividly remember every time you got shot that you would see red on the screen and you'd hear heavy breathing. And then you would like die after like a certain amount of time. But that just, that sticks with me. I just remember that game. Number three, GoldenEye 007, or number two, GoldenEye 007 for N64. I never got into it, but I feel like that's another one that I've, that would just be talked about as one of the greatest games of all time when you talk to people that have played it. I feel like any of those games, and I've not played a single one of them, but any of those games with just those multiple, levels and different storylines the true gamers would just you know tear our tear our list apart but um yeah i agree brant christian man i know you're not a self-prescribed gamer but um i definitely feel like that uh, you had every gaming system there ever was <laughs> yeah well that was the thing like i told you you know i always wanted to be cool i always just wanted the newest thing i was never really good at it but definitely love entertainment um, so again, you know, that's, that's probably why, why I'm so alone. You guys, I'm just, I need help. <laughs> Coming in at number two for me, uh, I venture to say that I'm the only one that's going to have this game. It was something that I waited for, for so long, so many years, finally got it. I think it only made a two year run, but NC double or MVP NCAA baseball 2006 and 2007, I believe, were the years. Um, just 
you know, somebody that's a huge college baseball fan, man, that was heaven. Came at a good point for Clemson baseball. Love getting on there. I don't remember all the specifics about the game, but I feel like there was a couple nuances that weren't quite right. I don't remember if it was maybe the postseason that was off or what. But either either way, loved it. Uh, MVP NCAA baseball 2006 and 2007. Who was on the cover? Somebody from Texas the first year. I remember that. I had that. Maybe somebody from like Pepperdine or Long Beach State the second year. It was like a deep Yeah, deep. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was going to – I thought it was like Khalil Green or somebody. No, he was before then. Got it. Got it. Long Beach State, good call. Never played it, but golly, man, all those – all those California small schools, Pepperdine, Long Beach State, UC Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz. Man, I always tend to pull for those those teams. All right, coming in at number two, 1992, on the Sega Genesis, you got Johnny Cage, you got Kano, Liu Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, and Sub-Zero. We got Mortal Kombat, the most graphic game and violent game I could remember back during that time period. I mean, you got the fatalities, the finish hymns. Um, man, what a great game. I remember spending a ton of money even at the arcade, even though I owned the game. If I was ever around an arcade, you know, those things used to be cool back in the day. There was one in McAllister Square called The Tilt. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Used to love playing some Mortal Kombat. Brand, I asked you if you ever bought the magazines to learn all the moves. That's what I bought the magazine for is to learn all the, the Mortal Kombat finishing fatality moves just so I could see that. I felt like I tended to play with Scorpion and Sub-Zero more than any yeah. other players, but, man, it didn't matter. Love that game. Number two, Mortal Kombat. I felt like Scorpion's finishing move was my favorite, and that's why I played with him. Didn't he, like, rip your head off or something? And it, he, had, <laughs> he had one where he, like, shoot, ripped shot. Ripped your whole body like, off. He had his – I feel like every everyone he had one that he burned you and he said toasty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and, a great game. Man, it was all kinds of messed up ways to die in that in that video game. Yeah, have you heard of uh there's a new place out in Taylor's, I think, near 13 Stripes. It's called Pinky's Revenge. And in it, they have all these classic arcade games. But then they have TV set up with N64s, PlayStations. And I'm like, this is like everyone's dream, you know, growing up. And now somebody made like a bar restaurant out of it where you can do all that. Like, I hope it does well. I think maybe in that spot. I think Downtown Greenville tried something and didn't last. But pretty cool for people making that happen. Shout out Pinky's Revenge. There we go. Love it. All right, coming in number two for me, I'm uh, I'm with Colin. Uh, Halo. It's a, it's a game kind of out of the norm for me. I I, I kind of lean towards sports games for the most part, but this man, this was such a great game. You played, you could play two on two. Um, really, never got into the storyline. It was always about like the competition. You, you got a partner, and then you played two other people. You were just dropped into this world and you had, you know, so many lives. And um, I was just looking up the name of the weapons. So they were like these alien weapons and then there were regular weapons, I guess. And then one, my favorite thing that I like to do was use this thing called the energy sword. 
So I was more close range. I wasn't very good at shooting long range. So I like to just sneak up on people with that sword and just hack them away, um, you know, from behind and get up, get in there and clean things up. Uh, that's where I made my money in, in Halo. So number two, Halo. Haven't played it in like, oh gosh, like 10 years, but uh, a lot of fun, a lot of good memories. Hey, who was better, you or Colin? Uh, there's no question in my mind that it was that I was much better. Definitely, Brent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he spent like seven days a week playing at night. Oh, I mean, we would play. Yeah. I mean, we would have an exam at nine a.m. and Daniel and I and a bunch of guys in the house. So it'd be like two a.m. and we'd be like, "All right, one more game, one more game, <laughs> then we're gonna go study." You know. So I was. It's a lot of good memories. A lot of yeah, good. Yeah, they memories. went. They went and studied. <laughs> <laughs> so. I had my my partner in the in the drop house was Russell Snipes. He he was probably the best one in the house. That's why he got stuck with me. And we would play Daniel and Clayton. Um, and we had the pink team. That was our team. We had we had pink headbands and wristbands that we would wear while we played these games. And we were pink pink team coming through. Halo number two. Love it. I'm going to buy like an old system and get Halo for the weekend. And then give it away, right? And then give it away to a nice child. Just play it once. Absolutely. One is all you need. Number one. Well, number one on my list, you can't not have it on your list, in my opinion, when you're talking about classic video games. I couldn't put my finger on one of these, so I'm just going to call it the Mario Trilogy for the NES. And for me, what's funny about this is the first game I think I got for the regular NES was Super Mario Brothers 3. Again, I don't know why. Maybe it's because when I got it, however old I was, 3 was the hot game. So I started playing 3 before I ever played 2 or 1. And I just remember 3 just being this like really crispy game. I remember the yellow box that it came in. I remember vividly, I think Mario had like wings or something on him. Uh, I can just remember the countless hours I spent blowing on the game just to get it to work. Um, And then I remember going back and getting the original Mario and being like, whoa, you know, this doesn't look as cool. And then for some reason, we never got the second one. So I always had to go over to one of my sister's friend's house to play the Super Mario Brothers 2, which to me had this like mystique around it or something. I don't don't know what it was, but something about those three games that kind of remind me of like, being young, summertime, childhood, you know, going to the pool, coming in, playing Mario Brothers. So for me, the Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3 trilogy for the NES, number one. Love it. I mean, so Mario 3, that was the first one where he could fly, right? That's it. Uh, yep. Yeah. And he could get the gold coins and all yeah. that. Yeah. And so he had like, uh, when you, I don't know, it was like some kind of like raccoon tail or <laughs> yes, yes 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 yeah i don't it, get, i don't remember yeah i don't know if it was a raccoon or a squirrel but yes yeah. that's right and he would like swing it around and you could beat the little i don't know yeah. dokie koopas or something man that was a great game <laughs> as unbelievable game coming in at number one for me it's probably not going to come as a surprise to many folks uh on here or listening but it didn't get any better than NCAA football for me. Uh, loved it. You know, a few memories that come back, you know, in high school, it seemed like we would always go to BJ's or Ryan Chastain's house uh, for a little, 
like post school little quick tournament. You know, back in those days, everybody seemed to want to play with Florida, Chris Leak at quarterback, or maybe West Virginia. I forget who the quarterback was there then, real mobile. Two popular teams back in the day then. Always liked to play dynasties. Loved the recruiting aspect as much as playing the game itself. Seemed to always kind of gravitate to NC State as my dynasty team for whatever reason. Wow. Shout out to Moe's on Haywood Road. It's my favorite location. Solid pick, Colin. That was a yeah. game that unfortunately I had to leave off of my list, but I prob- that was pretty much the only game that I played in college. Yeah, you're exactly right. The dynasty mode was fun. Another team that a lot of people, or at least I felt like people in my house or that came over to our house played with was Southern Cal. And yeah, West Virginia. I don't know what that was or who the quarterback was, but they were they were definitely a, a solid team. And and even though we obviously love Clemson, that's that was just a team I typically avoided and never played with. I don't know why. I feel like my senior year of high school, my senior year of high school, there was a big K State for some reason was really good. Yes. And yes. a lot of people picked them. Colin, do you were you at or do you remember? the big like 25 person tournament we had at Ben and Mike Fox's house. I, I do remember that. I don't know that I played in it, but I remember. remember we had that. like tons of people there that went like all night. It felt like just double elimination, full game. So you were like sitting around for like two oh hours gosh. between games. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you could score a hundred points on those long, long quarter games yeah the question if the game comes out next year which is said to be true first time since like 2014 when denard robinson from michigan was on the cover will you guys be forced to buy a system or are you over it no chance yeah zero percent possibility i just don't have i would love for somebody on this uh pod to buy one so i could come over and play it that would be fresh you know what i'll do it for the team guys i mean you know i'm not afraid to spend money with zero remorse (laughs) i love it man (laughs) all right coming in at number one for me christian the exact same pick as you i just put the super mario brothers on there i mean we can call it the trilogy the original was great number two it didn't quite hit like number one and number three did. I don't know if you remember, but like Luigi and Mario, they could pull the mushrooms out of the ground. And like, it felt like they just threw everything. They would pull things out of the ground and throw it to beat the Koopas, but, um, or whatever those things are called. But a couple facts about Mario, I feel like we owe it to him because I don't know. I don't think I would have ever gotten into video games had it not been for Mario, but Mario debuted in 1981 on Donkey Kong and he went by, jump man on donkey kong but mario didn't actually have his 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 first game until i think it was 1986 does anyone know the jobs of mario and luigi do you have you guys ever paid plumbers that's right now i used to watch the tv show so i really knew about that um they would like go into the game and uh (laughs) i saw the movie that's right i was pretty obsessed with those guys bob hoskins bob hoskins (laughs) that's right and dennis dennis uh what's his name hoffman dennis hoffman but yeah first this was the first video game ever turned to a movie um there's a supposedly a new mario movie coming out in 2022 
Whoa. And and get this, man. There's been over 200 video game titles with Mario in it, which is incredible and, and just speaks to the popularity of, of his character and just the games in general. But check this out. The original Mario, 2.6 billion in sales. The second edition, 1.7 billion in sales. And then the third is 2.4 billion in sales. But man, that third one, golly, don't sleep on it. It's It's pretty great. Number one, Super Mario Brothers. Yes, sir. Love Come it. on now. All right. I'm going to keep it in the Mario family for my number one. And um, it is the, I mentioned it earlier. It is the superior version. This is Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the SNES Mario Kart. Oh, wow. Um, I am, I'm going, I don't care if it's three years down the road and you're listening to this pod just on happenstance, I will play anybody under the sound of my voice for $10 a game on any track that you choose in Mario Kart. And Uh, you heard it here, folks. Anybody under the sound of my voice, anybody in the world that wants to play me. Even Bob Hoskins himself. Yep, even Bob. And so, I mean, like, you know, every track, I dominate every single track. The battle mode, I dominate battle mode. Um, I'm, I'm like not a 49 year old right now, single, just like licking his chops. Listen, oh my gosh, I, I am not good at video games. I'm not very good at any video game, but I completely dominate Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Wait, do you still have a Super Nintendo brand? Because your 100%. confidence right now Listen, is it was amazing. I have. I have an, the, the only reason is because of Mario Kart. I have the new little SNES that they, they came out yeah, with yeah, yeah. a few years ago. And I have my original Super Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo. wow. Dude, that's um, awesome. So Mario Kart, greatest game of all time. And it's purely because I'm, I'm just so dominant at it. That's the only reason I like it so much. So number one, Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. I didn't even realize Mario Kart was on Super Nintendo, which maybe goes back to me just not having one personally. Um, do you guys not remember? Uh, and maybe it was again because like my parents were being cheap. But when you could put a Game Boy game in a contraption into your Super Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. What was that. up with that? Yeah, I had that. Yeah, you could just pop the little uh, Game Boy game. Yeah, down. it was just a regular uh, Super Nintendo cartridge with yeah. a, with a slot for the Game Boy games. That was so weird. It was weird. Yeah, because why would you? I don't, and the graphics like weren't playing, as good. It was like black and white or something. Right. It's like playing Tetris on your big TV, and the graphics were even worse. <laughs> so, question, Brent, do you not? like use like a wheel or you just use like a controller for oh, more sh- yeah, or what do you use? control straight yeah, up controller. Okay. Controls. Could you, okay. could you drift on the super NES? 100%. I mean, okay. you, you posi- not, not, not your average everyday Joe off the street, but you could, I mean, you had to know what you yeah, absolutely. Did you have to like jump drift? You know, you got to jump yes. and do it. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. What was your I'm, favorite oh, little man. like weapon to, destroy somebody or make 100 it's it's the uh the red turtle shell because it tracked it tracked the green one would just go in a straight line the red one tracked so if i get a red shell i'm holding it i'm not even letting it go i'm holding it because that's tactical if anybody happens to get by me which it was very rare then i would just let them go with that with that red shell how ticked off would you be if you got a banana 
I would immediately just let just it out in the strategic right. spot. Yeah. Could you shoot the green turtle shells backwards? Uh, you could drop it backwards. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Kevin Christian um, wanted to get a baseball game in here, an MLB game, but just couldn't do it. But do you all remember summer of 2004, the epic MLB baseball tournament we had at the beach, like ongoing that whole week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I that don't. vividly. I mean, I, I definitely got into broadcasting mode. Uh, oh, yeah. Some of those games. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I remember that. I remember that house vividly and that living room and the wicker TV stand over there on Ocean Lakes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good summer. Uh, the uh, What was that place? The pavilion still existed. I remember riding the hurricane, uh, you know, crying myself to sleep every night, listening to Taking Back Sunday. It was pretty good. <laughs> good times. I've seen your week. You know, there's a couple of baseball games that I remember playing. Bases loaded being one of them. Brant, do you remember you and Logan had some kind of like arrow decoration, I think, in your kitchen? And I said it looks like an RC Pro Am like turbo thing. Do you remember yes. the game RC Pro Am? I remember I don't playing remember RC that game, Pro but I remember Am. you saying that. Oh, yeah. Um, Days of Thunder, the worst. Nintendo game ever, but I was into the movie, so I had to have the game. It was terrible. Man, there was a game called Earthworm Jim I used to play. Forgot <laughs> about Sonic the, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega. NBA Jam, I mean, just incredible. He's on fire. Oh, uh, yeah. How about NFL Blitz? Did you ever NFL play that? Blitz. Yes. Dude, that was awesome. Uh, how about Double Dribble? Do y'all remember the game called Double Dribble? Larry Bird was unbeatable in that game. I don't, but I do remember Larry Bird versus Michael Jordan was a game. And I used yes, to go to this yes. place in Easley that's now, I think, Inky's, you know, the cheesesteak place. That's right. And it was, I forget what the video store was called, but I used to always go there and rent that game specifically and always play Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird. That was, that was good times. I remember that game, yep. I would shout out Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong 2. I used to play Diddy Kong time. Racing, a comparable to Mario Kart as well. Not even close. Not what even was close. the first? <laughs> was the Game Boy called, like after the original Game Boy, was it called Game Boy Color? I think it was, right? I yeah, remember, yeah, I remember the Game Boy Color. I remember playing Donkey Kong Country on Game Boy Color. That was a good game. Donkey Kong on Super Nintendo was good. <clears throat> it was fun to play by yourself and just try to get through the levels. And Donkey Kong 2 was, was probably better than the original, in my opinion, but. Both, both pretty good. Asa is into Mario right now. I mean, he's not really playing the games, but he's got a couple Mario shirts, and he can't understand why Donkey Kong, which is a gorilla, is called Donkey. And so he, he, he can't get the name right. He just always keeps calling him Monkey, the Monkey, the Monkey. I mean, he is a, <laughs> he is a monkey, but he, he can't understand why it's Donkey and he's a monkey. It's, it's pretty funny. So – all right, well, let's do a quick review of our favorite video games. Christian, coming in at number 5A, you had two in the fifth position. 5A, you had Tetris. 5B, Paperboy. Number four, you had Duck Hunt. Number three, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Number two, the N64 edition of GoldenEye 007. And for number one, you had the Super Mario Brothers Trilogy. Colin, coming in at number five, you had Need for Speed High Stakes. Coming in at number four, NCAA March Madness 1999. 
Number three, Halo. Number two, MVP NCAA Baseball 2006-2007 edition. And number one, NCAA Football. For me, at number five, I had Contra. Number four, Mario Kart N64 edition. Number three, the original Tecmo Bowl. Number two, Mortal Kombat. And number one, the Super Mario Brothers trilogy as well. And for Brant, coming in at number five, you had Street Fighter. Number two, number four, you had Tiger Woods, the PlayStation 2 edition. Number three, FIFA. Number two, Halo. And number one, you had the Super Nintendo Mario Kart. Fellas, Next time is going to be episode 21. I think we're going to carry over our hot takes. We did hot takes volume one for episode 11. Hot takes volume two is coming right at you for episode 21. Appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Thank you for listening. We want to grow this pod. Please give us a share, a like. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you can find us. I know we're not doing a great job of spreading our stuff out there, but hey, give us a rating, a review, an Apple podcast that helps people discover us a little bit more easier. We'd certainly appreciate that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time for episode 21. Say goodnight, Kevin. <laughs>